0: The University of Essex podcast, your non-stop shop to learn about our research, hear genuine student experiences and to get all your questions
1: answered. Welcome to Understanding University, the ultimate uni podcast. My name is Katie and I work for the University of Essex Outreach Team, helping to deliver activities and events to support students and guide them on their higher education journeys. The Outreach team believe that all students, regardless of their background, education or where they come from, should have an equal opportunity to discover whether higher education could be part of their future. Our podcast is designed to give listeners an insight into university life, including the journey before, during and after. Dispel some of the myths out there and also motivate and excite you to achieve your potential. If you'd like to know more or have any questions, please contact us by emailing outreach at essex.ac.uk. Today we'll be delving into the importance of knowing your strengths and skills and how you can identify them. As you get older and progress through our education, you'll notice how life gets slightly more competitive as you go on. Once you leave school, you have to apply for a college or a sixth form, which sometimes requires an interview and certain grades, and from there, whether you go to university, do an apprenticeship, internship or work full-time, you are required to complete an application or interview of some sort. To help make us stand out from other applicants and really showcase ourselves, it's important that we are aware of our strengths and skills. In today's episode, we are joined by Sarah, who will be helping us today to share tools to help identify our strengths so that we can realise what we are good at and therefore help with our decisions for our next steps, whether this is choosing a course, applying for a job or university. Welcome Sarah, please introduce yourself, um, your role at the moment and perhaps a little bit about your educational pathway.
0: Hi, Katie. Thank you so much for having me today. So, um, yes, yeah, so I am one of the outreach officers here at the University of Essex. So, like Katie, my work involves um, meeting students who are considering about their uh, considering their future and helping them make informed decisions and identify the right path for them. Um, I came into uh, this role from a teaching background. So, um, after school. Um, I went to the University of Birmingham and I did a political science degree and after achieving my degree I then went into teaching and I taught at the secondary school. Um, And I taught politics and citizenship there and I loved working with the students that I met. And as I went on um, I ended up um, being given the responsibility of all the university applications in the school that I worked at. So I was in charge of helping students identify where they needed to go, helping them structure their personal statements um, and um, getting them into the universities where they wanted to end up or helping them in further applications to um, other pathways they were considering. Um, It was there I then learned about the world of university and university outreach because I was working with um, uh, outreach officers as a teacher and I thought I would love to do that one day and eventually I moved into this sector. Um, But uh, yeah, personal statements is a an excellent example of when you need to identify your strengths and skills um, in order to make some kind of application which showcases you off uh, in the best light possible and does you justice so that's why
1: I'm speaking to you today. Yeah absolutely thank you Sarah I'm really hoping that with all of your experience with students and working on personal statements that Yeah, we're going to get some really good content here today and um, help our listeners. So let's start off then by identifying what are strengths and skills.
0: Great. Really, really good question, Katie, because very often strengths and skills kind of get lumped together. But there is a little bit of a difference here. And breaking down that difference will help you start to think about how you identify your strengths and skills. So let's start off with skills. Skills are the things that you can generally work, to um, learn, to attain knowledge about, to develop some kind of aptitude with. Um, So if you think of, we talk about IT skills. When you're born, you don't know how to use Microsoft Excel. You can't make a PowerPoint. You can't make a YouTube video. You learn these things. These are skills that you attain that knowledge over a period of time, and you can become more proficient in with time, dedication, um, and practice and um, so they're kind of our typical skills and then there are soft skills so i don't i must admit i'm not a big fan of the term soft skills because i think it makes them sound sometimes not as important as your general skills like um, it skills uh, writing skills etc your soft skills are things like organization and timekeeping um, punctuality uh, multitasking the kind of things that actually you do day to, day to day and you can learn how to do these things you can get better at doing these things um, but they are absolutely essential um, in all walks of life um, so that's the, so that's skills the the kind of things you, you learn through practice and through dedication and then you've got your strengths which are kind of like your character strengths these are the things that make you you and make you the kind of person that you are Um, and you can I don't want you to think about skills as something you can work on those and you can't work on strengths but your strengths might be the things that you find easier they come very naturally to you so there are some people who can naturally stand up in front of an audience and talk and be completely happy and comfortable with that and others where they go nope that's just not me that's not my strength they can do it but it might take a little bit more effort Um, but then they will have other strengths Uh, and these can be anything from like I said standing up and talking in front of an audience and that confidence it can be patience it can be determination it can be listening to people um so there's a whole range of these attributes that make you you and these are the things that you will use whether
1: it's in personal life or professional life does that answer your question, yeah, Katie? Yeah, no, that's great, Sarah. Thank you. And I know sometimes it's partly while we're having this conversation is it's quite difficult sometimes to identify Absolutely. those, isn't it? But I was just wondering if you wouldn't mind just giving an example of perhaps one of your skills and one of your strengths um, and we can we can go from there. Okay, so... Um, yeah it always feels really uncomfortable
0: talking about yourself um but um so a skill so something that i've i've learned and developed um i am a very good skier. I didn't know if you knew that that was a skill I learned when I was young. um, And uh, yeah, that's that's a skill. I haven't needed it in outreach work yet, but it is one of my skills. Um, One of my character strengths, um, I'd like to think that um, I'm quite intuitive with other people that I can maybe read people quite well, walk into a room, get a feeling of whether they're feeling good that day, maybe not so good that day and, and kind of feed off that as to how to approach them and speak to them.
1: Mm, Thank you, Sarah, because it is is difficult sort of talking about yourself. And I think for our listeners today, it'd be a really good opportunity to jot down notes whilst you're listening to get started straight away thinking about those skills and strengths, because it's not something that's easy um, to do. And I hope that you'll come away with some tools and techniques today as well to to help you discover what um, you are potentially good at. Um, So what can this help us with by identifying these things? What can that help us with?
0: There are some really positive things um, when we think about actually what are our strengths. It's not just about giving us an opportunity to write a good job application. Um, First of all, it builds your self-awareness. It makes you more aware of who you are as a person um, and you learn by going through the process of thinking about what, what are my skills and strengths, you learn about yourself, how you think and maybe even how others see you, which is something we might actually cover in this later on. Thinking about how you can bring others into identifying mm. your skills and strengths. Um, and I think it helps you like yourself more. We are we 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 find ourselves sometimes as human beings, we focus very much on the negatives and we focus on what we can't do and we focus on the negative experiences and we compare ourselves to others and we go, well, that person can do this, 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 and I can't. And we don't always spend enough time thinking about what we can do and what we are good at and what people like about us mm-hmm. and what makes us an asset to our friendship group, our family, our workplace, at school. And when you actually stop and think, you come away with a bit of a feel-good feeling, you go, actually, I'm gonna cut myself some slack. I am a really decent, competent person. And I think that there's that, that we shouldn't underestimate that, particularly when we consider our own well wellbeing. Um, and it also, by identifying your strengths, it can help you identify things that you might need to work on and improve on and and ways in which you can actually increase those strengths and skills um, so it helps you develop as a person in a long run, in the long run and help you to become the person that you want to be um, in order to achieve things you want to do in the future
1: mm. thank you Sarah that's great because that leads me on to sort of talking about or asking you about weaknesses as well then. Mm. Why, why do you think it's good to know why you're not what you're not so good at as well
0: exactly and you, yeah you can't talk about strengths without talking about weaknesses and the first thing to point out is weaknesses are not negative mm. and I think sometimes people don't want to admit weaknesses because they think oh no that's that's not that's, yeah. that's not what people want to hear um, I could just as well as I could talk, tell you about some of my strengths. I could tell you loads of my weaknesses. We all have weaknesses. Um, sometimes I'm, I don't get up and I don't get running out when I should because I want to stay in bed and I could think, oh, no, maybe I'm not as dedicated as I could be. Um, sometimes I take on too much. I'm one of those people who can't say no to people and I end up filling my plate so full that I then can't manage it. Um, That's not a bad thing to recognise because if I recognise I find it hard to say no, then I can look around for support to say, okay, what can I do to develop my confidence in how to say no to things? And what can I do to then make my life better and those of the people around me because I'm so busy doing other bits and pieces I'm not focusing Mm. maybe on some things that I should focus on Um, so by identifying your weaknesses you can identify things you can work on to improve and also there are some things you may not want to improve you go that's just not for me I use the example earlier of somebody who can stand up and talk in front of people for hours on end with no problem and the person who can't the person who can't they may not want to become that person they may Mm -hmm. go that is just not for me and I don't want to develop that but I know that maybe when I'm thinking about a career path or university courses I need to think about finding something that suits me. So when I'm choosing a university course I'll look at the assessment and if um, the course at one university maybe 40% of their assessment is based on presentations made to made to the rest of the, the cohort, then maybe that's not the right place for them. Maybe there's another place where you look at the how a course is assessed and it's I don't know, seventy percent on essays and thirty percent on exam, and there's no standing up and talking in front of people. So they they could choose that one, and that would be better suited to their strengths, and they're bound to be happier on that course as a result. So it's not it's not about kind of hiding your weaknesses and thinking they're a bad thing. It's it's identifying them so you can make the choices which are right for you or you can identify things that you can improve on and make your life happier and better as a consequence.
1: Yeah, that really great point, Sarah. And the only thing I was going to add was that if you do feel like you want to maybe perhaps challenge yourself with that weakness, mm. it, it there is a point of sort of stepping outside of your comfort zone. But the more exactly. you do that, the more used to it you are. And yeah, you're going to gain those skills. And soon it won't even be something you worry about. So you'll have even more strengths and skills of course yeah and um, yeah it's just about up to you deciding which ones you're going to work on or perhaps like with the assessment sort of checking which ones um, you'd be happy to do mm-hmm. um, and going from there um so what what should we focus more more on then is it strengths or weaknesses or a bit of both
0: I think it's a bit of both and I think it depends on the situation so
1: um,
0: if for example, you are writing your personal statement or you're writing your application to go to college, you're going to want to focus on your strengths uh, as part of that process. So so when you're sitting down, and we will cover some of the ways that you can do this, but when you're sitting down and you're thinking of content you're going to put into that application, you're going to sit and focus on your strengths. That's what that exercise involves. Maybe at a different point in the year, maybe you've just got your report back from a teacher and your grades aren't as great as you hoped they would be or you want them to be. That's maybe the time you need to sit and go, okay, what's preventing me from getting those grades? And they might be some weaknesses that you have that you can develop. So is it that it's a weakness in your skills? Is it that you just haven't mastered something because you didn't actually do much of the homework on it and you didn't revise properly for the test? Um, Is it that um, you did try, but um, you did revise loads, but nothing went in? Maybe that's a weakness in your revision techniques and the way in which you revise, and that's something that you could work on in the future. So I think it's important definitely we need to focus on strengths and weaknesses but we need to kind of think about right what's the purpose of what we're trying to do here um, to work out whether it's strengths or weaknesses you're going to look at more. So uh, weaknesses are really good for kind of self-reflection and long term where do I want to get to what do I need to do to improve and strengths are also really good for going well okay this is this is what i can offer and this is why i would be suited for xyz that i'm applying to or that the course that i'm choosing um so yeah you need to kind of judge the situation slightly
1: great thank you sarah and lots of those things sort of involved, just reflecting independently. But who else would be a good person to sort of talk to about these things?
0: I'm really glad you asked this because identifying your strengths and weaknesses is not something that you should just do on your own. Um, number one, it can be quite a tricky thing to do to sit and write about yourself or, or, or make a list about your qualities. Speak to someone who knows you really, really well. And this can be a really It can generally be a very, very positive experience. If you got your friends, you asked your closest friends and said, what what are my strengths? They might come up with a completely different list than the one that you have. Um, You might not think that... You might just think you're a generally good friend, but you don't really know much else. They might say, you are the best listener out of all of my friends. I know I can go to you with no judgment whatsoever of what I'm going to say and that you're going to help me. And you might not realize that actually compared to the other friends friendship people in the friendship group that you stand out above others because you might just be doing something to you which is very very natural and you think oh everyone's like that it's not anything particularly special so actually going and getting that feedback from others so close friends family members as well absolutely um if you've got parents carers guardians who um they they will know you very, very well because they've known you for such a long time. Um, So they should be able to give some kind of feedback. Um, siblings maybe depending on your your relationship with your siblings <laughs> I mean I'm imagining my relationship with my, I, I love my brother and sister now we're very very close but when we were growing up we just fought all the time mm. and I'm imagining if I gone up to them when I was 14 years old and say can you tell me my strengths they would have <laughs> laughed in my face and probably told me everything they thought was wrong with me um, that's just how brothers and sisters yeah. act but if you are one of those lucky people who have lovely relationships with your brothers and sisters go with that and teachers as well or um, that that's not just teachers in schools it might be trusted people that you might have in um, maybe extracurricular groups you yeah. might have like dance teachers or singing teachers or football coaches or whatever it is but people who know you um, and you feel can actually offer some kind of good assessment on you as mm. a person um, and I'm sure they would be very very happy to help
1: yeah uh, yeah definitely someone you trust yeah isn't it absolutely yeah. definitely and um if if someone uh, approaches you and sort of says what am i good at what are my strengths and skills what sort of questions can we use to help them so this is i guess for parents carers and guardians what can they do um or what can they say to their young person yeah
0: so young persons approach them with this question and the first thing is to be positive because it could well be that the young person um may not have much confidence themselves in even asking the question. So kind of recognise this is a great thing that you've done to come to me to talk to me about. I'm really, really happy to help you. Focus, if, if you're focusing on the strengths, um, they, they, you could be identifying strengths that they haven't identified in themselves and they might have very little faith in it because if they haven't recognised it themselves, um I'll use the example of a good listener if they think oh, I'm not that, that great listener yeah. um, if, if the conversation ends there they're not going to go away with that as a skill so it's really important to say well yes you are and be able to give them examples or do mm. you remember when this happened do you remember when that happened this is what you could have done but this is what you naturally did and that's what marks you out as a great listener so actually giving them examples to give themselves a confidence yes that is something about me I hadn't really considered before um In terms of where they might have weaknesses or skills they can improve on, obviously to do that in the most positive way, not in a a critical way at all. And it could well be that that your um, young person has identified something as a strength, which you might not think is actually as strong as it could be. So, again, handling that in a positive way, not a case of kind of... Laughing, I don't go. No, no you're, you're not like that at all. It would be a case of saying, "Well, yes, I think you do have elements of that as a strength. Do you think there's any more you could do to improve that?" and and turning it into a positive conversation um, because it it's a difficult process they're going through and actually considering themselves as a person. It, it it leaves them open to. Um, a, a lot of potential negativity or whatever they, yeah. they it's not a comfortable process to actually go through so um just bear that in mind um and i'm sure they'll really really appreciate that help
1: mm, thank you sarah and you can almost well you can simply ask them sort of what do they enjoy doing yeah what are your favorite subjects yeah and- of course
0: yeah because sometimes they might come to you and they don't have that list they just say i need to come up with something i can put into this mm. application and they can't think so yeah talking about so yeah well what do you enjoy at school um, what What are the ones you do well at um, what are the things you enjoy doing outside of school so it could be extracurricular it could be um, in school it could be um skills and strengths that you've developed if you've got a part-time job are you showing that you're somebody have you shown your boss that you're somebody who can be trusted and could be responsible and personable and professional um so yeah if you ask those questions you might actually start getting those conversations going where then they can pull out those skills and strengths that they have
1: yeah thank you sarah um we're now going to talk a little bit about um some other tools that um, our listeners can use to identify their strengths and skills, and mm. I wanted to talk a bit about the Johari Window. Now, I'm not sure if you know much about this, but it's not something I'm super familiar with. No, that's absolutely fine. So, I can I can tell you a little yeah, bit go now. For it. So, <laughs> Johari Window is is, is fantastic. We're, what what I'm going to do is I'm going to link a video to this episode so that um, you can look at it in more detail. But it is a tool to help you better understand yourself and discover how other people see you as well. And this model was created by psychologists Joseph Luft and Harrington Ingham. And so that's why it's the Jahari, because it's Joe and Harrington. (laughs) Um, And it's basically a a square um, split into four squares to look like a window. So that's the second part of the name. And um, from watching it myself, I sort of was quite inspired by it. And I think it would, I would sort of highly recommend our listeners to, um, to take a look at this video. You can simply Google it or look at it on YouTube. Um, but like I said, check out the link if you want to. Um, and it sections, the, the window is sectioned off to help you identify strengths that you're aware of, strengths that you're not aware of, but other people are aware of. And then there's also this part of the square where you're not aware of these skills and other people aren't aware of these skills. And that's quite a intriguing sort of area, because mm. then basically skills that haven't been discovered yet at yeah. all. Um, and I also like the ones where um, you're not aware of the skills like Sarah mentioned earlier, because then obviously things that come naturally to you, which is mm. absolutely amazing. Um, but then when you do recognize them, um, it's something you could build on even more. You perhaps can realize that that's something you might want to pursue in the future um, and also it's obviously confidence boosting as well but yeah I would definitely look at the Jahari window and sort of have a think about um, those different areas and skills that you have because um, it's a great way to sort of boost boost you in that in those areas. Um, but that yeah. sounds
0: really interesting and, and what you've just highlighted there is one of the many things out there and one of the many tools out there to help you identify your strengths and and it could well be that that really works well for you and there could be another one which works well for you instead. Um, The good thing about this this area, if you, you are faced with this prospect, you need to sit down and actually consider your strengths your weaknesses what you can do to improve in the future where you want to go in the future is there are so many things out there to help you so your teachers no doubt will have um perhaps some a they they might have some bits in school to actually encourage you to do this but if you go online you can actually google how to identify my strengths yeah and there are loads of activities out there um a few of my favorite ones that i was hoping to share today yeah, go for it. um so um there there is the simple thing of kind of just writing your own list Just sit and write it all down I'm a list person Mm. Um, and um, but the other way you can do is actually start with a list you can actually go online and find a list of character attributes um, a list of strengths a list of skills and you can actually go through and assess yourself and almost tick off like yeah that suits me no that doesn't sound like me Um, yes that's me and it might give you words that you might never have considered before so I've got a list of some of them here um So there'll be, we kind of think of the most obvious ones which come to mind, but things like cooperative, are you a cooperative person? Are you a genuine person? Are you persuasive? Do you have skills being able to kind of bring people round to your point of view? Can you use your communication for that way? Are you a motivated person? Are you an open minded person? They're all lovely words that I think... um, actually when we stop and we think about ourselves they don't immediately come to mind so maybe actually go and look at the different kind of strengths and skills out there and see which of these describes me and you can build up your list that way. Um, Another exercise, which I I really, really like, is rather than focusing on you now, so looking at your list and going, yes, that's me. Think about what it is you want to do in the future. Think of you as your most ideal self in the future. It could be a particular job or a particular university you're at, or it could be a, um, I don't know, just a general lifestyle that you want. Mm. Imagine that future you and then think about all the strengths and skills this person has to have to be in that position. And then you can start thinking about, okay, what is it I might need to work on? What is it I might need to develop to actually get to that stage? So I'll use another example. Say you're thinking, I'd love to be a doctor in the future. I really want to be a doctor. Well, they need a whole host of strengths and skills get to that stage and also to maintain that 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 profession so a doctor needs to be organized they need to be determined detail oriented a good listener they need to have a strong capacity and determination to learn they need to be a good communicator they need to be hard working diligent team working um they also need to be able to help need help from others and this is going back to the weaknesses thing you never get you get specialist doctors and they're specialists in their field but they don't know about other fields and sometimes Mm. they need to actually consult friends or or colleagues who say actually I've got this case can you help me with this because I don't have that knowledge and that openness to be able to do that is again another skill that's essential of a doctor so you could come up with this list and then think okay does that sound like the person that I could be have I got things here that I could develop could I develop some of these soft skills Maybe um, with p- perseverance and guidance from others, um, and and that is a way to help identify what it is you need to do to improve, um, but also highlights yes, that's me. I am a good communicator. I know I can work well in a team. So yes, maybe this is the right path for me. So that might be something that our listeners want to consider, Katie.
1: That's fantastic. I love that um, that tool. That's I can imagine that's quite motivational. It is, and it's
0: not as hard. I I, I personally and. Th- 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 people might disagree, but personally I find it easier to sit and write the strengths and skills of an imaginary person yeah. than a real person, than the real me. I it, I find it easier to actually think about that imaginary me mm. and these things that I'd like to be able to do and these, these things that I'd like to have. Um, and then it, it kind of gives me a purpose to think about, well, okay, well, where, where am I on that journey? Where am I going? Am I near there? What do I need to do to improve?
1: yeah thank you Sarah Um, and as well as that you've got um, these free aptitude tests that you can do online as well so you can do like a quiz to discover your strengths and weaknesses and you can simply just google the word strengths aptitude test to find um, one of the many quizzes on there Mm. and um, it might really help you to discover something that you didn't know about yourself so um, which is obviously very positive
0: yeah it really is and going back to that whole boost, the personal boost, yeah. you come away actually going, oh, I learned something about myself today, and it was a good yeah. thing, and it's something I'll remember about myself.
1: And, and I think it makes the whole process a little bit more enjoyable as well, does. if you're applying for, for university or a job application, and it can be quite lengthy, you are writing several drafts, but if you're suddenly writing about things, and you're thinking, oh, I'm good at this, I'm good at yeah, that, if you turn absolutely. it around, you think, oh, okay, I've just, I've just written my statement already. Yeah. And
0: Uh, exactly and I think also having that confidence when you're doing that thing that will come through in what you're writing and and at the end of the at the end of the process if you don't end up getting the place that you wanted if you don't end up getting the job that you wanted at least you've actually had that process of going yeah but I know that I gave it my all and I know that I'm a, a, a good person and I know that I'm a strong candidate and um yeah I'm that just wasn't the right place for me but I know I've got skills and strengths I can Mm. offer elsewhere
1: yeah absolutely absolutely so um by identifying them during sort of self-reflection exercises or using tests and speaking to someone you trust can really help to provide you with um, those answers and and give you a really good confidence boost as well um but it not only helps you as a person but it can help you work in a Team as well because Absolutely. Absolutely. with those strengths and weaknesses, obviously not everyone has the same strengths mm. or the same weaknesses. So it helps to yeah. Balance I mean, out that Katie time.
0: and I are colleagues. We work together in a team, and knowing each other's strengths and weaknesses within our team is great. We've got we've got one colleague who's amazing at um, kind of creative writing, and she's very good at writing a lot of the things that go out to the the schools and students we work with and making it sound really wonderful we've got others who are great at making presentations and and also in skills in certain areas Um, I particularly enjoy talking about student finance and so I tend to get a lot of the student finance things my way It's true, but then there are other topics I'd really rather somebody else dealt with and we've got someone else in the team who who, will do that so that's another real good bonus to working collaboratively when you're looking at your strengths and weaknesses
1: yes thank you so much Sarah you're very welcome Um, have you got anything final you wanted to add Um, I think it's just a case of hopefully um,
0: I'm hoping the listeners feel quite excited and quite motivated Mm. after listening to this and um, I'm hoping that we've broken down a few of those misconceptions that might sound like a bit of a dull exercise. Um, I'm feeling really positive after just talking about this. Yeah. As it's such, a, as such a positive topic. Use one of the exercises <laughs> and do it myself. But <laughs> also just a case of wishing anyone who might be listening to this for any personal statement or job application, wishing them the very best of luck with that and, and knowing that actually you can you can identify things about yourself and it's a lifelong thing you can do this when you're at school you do it at university and you can make those changes and learn those skills and develop those strengths and it's an it's a really positive important thing to do and um fo- focusing on weaknesses is not a weak thing to do it's a nice. very
1: strong thing to do so um yeah, just wishing you all the best of luck with it Thank you, Sarah. And if you wanted to check out the um, Jahari window, please take a look at the YouTube video that I'll be linking in the comments. And if you're a registered listener, you'll receive all of the links to resources to help you identify your strengths and skills. Thank you again. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you want to listen to more, our previous episodes are available on the playlist and you can keep an eye out for new releases by making sure you're a registered listener. Please email us on outreach at essex.ac.uk to find out more. We've recently launched a variety of fantastic online courses for students to support their transition, independence and a variety of skills at such an important time in their lives. Made up of short videos, interactive activities and resources, the modules aim to provide students with the confidence to succeed. Our courses include the Further Studies Preparation Programme for students in years 10 to 11, University Preparation Programme for students in Year 12 to 13 and Essex Preparation Programme for those about to embark on their journey here at Essex. Head to essex.ac.uk schools and colleges to enrol today. Thanks again and don't forget to share the episode with your family, friends and colleagues.
0: The University of Essex podcast. Research, experience and information.